Hey guys, I'm Richard Fitzgerald. This is Dubai Works, where we interview the business leaders making a difference in this great city. That business with scalability was very interesting to me. I like building something that has legacy. Okay, when I moved to Dubai uh, 10 years ago, I had a bike and I wanted to get into cycling. And back then, uh, there weren't many boutique studios. I remember on Love in Dubai in 2017, I did uh, an article about 10 different studios uh, that had opened. But since then, it's evolved a lot and the fitness industry has evolved a lot. I just took part in the Dubai 70.3 Ironman last weekend. And it's amazing to see how many people and how many different fitness communities have set up. Uh, so this interview today is about one of those businesses, one of those communities. Uh, it's really interesting. Uh, you'll understand how they approach it and how the different uh, studios and the different types of uh, classes and the options that people have now in Dubai. Welcome back to another episode of Dubai Works Business Podcast. This week we're two, joined by two amazing founders, Ivana and Naomi. They are uh, they're from Storm Cycling. It's a studio that focuses on personalized experience and heavily focused on fostering the empowerment of the community. So Naomi, on my right, for those watching and for those listening, uh, say hello. Hello. But there we go. <laughs> so she is previous Miss Argentina and an ambassador of the UAE team ADQ, so a new cycling team that we'll hear about. Her involvement includes supporting the first female world tour cycling team in the UAE and is also a certified plant-based nutritionist. Interesting. Yes. Great, and, and Ivana, serial entrepreneur, who's previously founded a fashion distribution company, uh, O-Style Distribution. Yes. Uh, she was also awarded the best female instructor of the UAE, amazing, uh, and in 2018. And it's not only a business mind behind Storm, she's also a master instructor. So for those listening, can we hear your voice so we differentiate? Yes, I was just saying that it sounds a little bit rough, but I spent my life basically screwing at people. <laughs> So if, we're, yeah, so if we're listening to a podcast, they'll be able to tell one's an Argentinian accent, one's a horse accent. Yes. <laughs> cool. Uh, good morning. Welcome. Good morning. Good morning. Thank so you for having us. Tell us about Storm. How did it come about? Yeah. Well, How did it come about? Uh, Storm was like, uh, was born because we, we saw a gap in the market. And uh, in that moment, actually, like, um, like at the moment of my life where I discovered cycling, then I met also Ivana. Um, it was very important for me, for my mental health, helped me so much to overcome a lot of obstacles, to be more stronger, uh, to heal. And I thought that it's amazing, like opportunity for us to do something also together. We really get along very well. We do. <laughs> yes. Very, very similar backgrounds. Yeah. Very, very similar upbringings. And I think sometimes the universe throws everything together. You meet the right people. Yes. We discovered the gap in the market. Actually, I was a trainer at the time and we ended up becoming friends. We found yes. out we were neighbors and she started coming yes. to classes with me. Yeah. So we formed a bond that way. Um, but there was a huge gap in the market, especially in the outskirts. You know, I was just saying to Naomi, a lot of people asked us, they're like, why did you decide to open up your brand in the suburbs, theoretically speaking, motive? And we're right. like, people say to us that, before we started, of course, not now. Now they're like, okay, you made the right decision. But sometimes opening up your brand, a boutique brand in the suburbs is not the way to go. You should start with the center. 
But then we believe that to add value to your brand, you take the service to where the people are asking for it. Mm-hmm. So we had a lot of clients coming in from, say, Alkmanij, Meredith, even Sharjah areas. And the girls, especially because there's no high-intensity boutique of really substantial quality. Well, there wasn't. Now there's more popping up. Mm-hmm. So I guess we set an example. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah they, were, they were so hungry for the concept. And they literally, like, they followed us, like, so closely while we were building Storm. Yes. It was over the, we, I mean, the plans uh, for Storm were a year months. before it opened, eight months. Yeah, eight months or something. And you opened during the pandemic, you yeah. mentioned. Six, six weeks six before, six the before the pandemic. So like Feb, February, <laughs> January 2020. January 2020, wow. we yes. opened mid-June. 11, wow. 11. Yeah. Bad timing. <laughs> well, the thing is, because we had, we had like a, people behind us as, you know, they were watching the countdown. It got really, I think we had like 2,000 followers on Instagram yes. before Storm was launched. Yes. And so when we actually opened Storm, it was, it was like a Boxing Day sale in the UK. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they were breaking down the, well, not breaking down the doors, but we had like a wait list. Yes. And on top of the wait list, yes. girls would come and sit on the bench. To wait if to someone cancelled or up. did not show uh, up so they can't the jump into the class. So, I mean, it was incredible. What happened ended up happening was we built such a strong community within six weeks that when the pandemic hit, and by the way, yes. it was like two days before the pandemic, Naomi and I were like, this, we're going to get, happen. it's going to happen. Yeah. We felt yes. it. Yeah. We started recording, right, Naomi? Yes. Before we started, the we started recording like yeah. a virtual, virtual classes. classes. Oh, wow. It so, pivoted really quickly. Yeah, mm-hmm. in 48 hours, the bikes were out. We already had, I think, seven videos under our belt. And yeah, today, how many um, do we have? Yeah, no. 150 but all of our clients they literally they rent the bikes yeah and we did not have enough bikes we had to purchase 20 more bikes from them so they took the from, bikes to yeah. their homes yes. during the pandemic yes mm. wow. they were renting the bikes they were getting our packages online and mm. actually we we really grow like so much during the pandemic that yeah. helped us a lot in so many ways mm. different ways so you were you because you were in that sort of entrepreneurial um, mindset that you could you were ready to kind of pivot we quickly. make decisions very quickly yeah. it's Naomi and I we don't because we started with a very small team we had a safe team like everybody's jobs were safe um, it was really amazing we got able to take care of our staff accountability was huge because there's only like a few not few of us us and then we had like two operations um, we had a couple of other staff you know the accountability was like okay everybody sit down at the table today What's going on? What are the communications from the clients? Yes. What do we need to do? Uh, decisions were made very quickly. We were the first cycling yeah. studio in the Middle East to go virtual. To go mm. virtual. And we did not know how to do it. In the yeah. beginning, we were like, okay, <laughs> we will go virtual. We don't, <laughs> we just decided and then we, we did yeah. it, you know? Did you have anything like, so let's just take a step back. So you meet, you're in a, you're not out in Al-Qudra, you meet in a cycling studio, yes. you become friends mm. and you're like, this is great, but I can see how gap. to do things better. Yes. And so what did you, and what was the first concept for Storm? Is it a, how many bikes? Like what, talk through like boutique. what was the, it's boutique. The smaller, the better. Okay. Understand what you're doing very clearly. A lot of people are like, don't you want to add boxing? Don't you want to add bar, Pilates? Like, but we don't understand that. Exactly. So what do you, what's the product? The product is a high quality cycling soulful experience yes. heart and soul so even when we hire instructors we don't look at people with uh, pts and this and that we don't really care um, actually the original way to audition is to look at the performance on the stage and the personality um, 
if you look at soul cycles original format some trained by soul cycle standards yeah they look for performers singers actors uh dancers because they have resilience they're able to get on the stage when you don't feel like it yeah you know and latifa okay. said in the podcast you need to get on that stage when you're not in the mood when you're sad i mean i've had uh information like uh, death of a friend delivered and all the clients already clipped in Mm. There's no one to cover. Oh dear. The class is full. You got to drop it. We say that there's a curtain. We have a theatrical curtain. Actually, it's acoustic curtain. Once the curtain closes, everything is off in your own world. Yeah. You have a you have a social responsibility to deliver the best. We have a saying at Storm like about excellence. Yeah. Is it? <laughs> we strive towards yes. excellence. Yeah. No perfection. Not so, perfection. but actually, we lead by example. So this is why we don't want to make a something that we don't know about mm. we just know very well cycling and this okay. is why we focus on that we focus on the mental health it's a 45 minutes of a cycling class to the rhythm of the music in a dark room where you can focus on yourself where you 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 have an intention of the day every day is different and then there is a small meditation like active meditation when you close yeah. your eyes you write um, okay. and then uh, it's like an amazing experience we also talk that experience then later on when the pandemic was like not still going on but kind of uh, when we had uh, no no restrictions in terms of operational studios and etc we took it to uh, address uh, we were the first ones doing uh, an stunning amazing experience as la vie for the Burj Khalifa like uh, we did for actually um, Dubai 30 by 30 and then from then we took a, a longer period with address for a few months in downtown and um, then uh, we just different uh, yes different yeah. things so we yeah. talk this indoor yeah. experience to so the outdoor experience like we adapt our business to different many ways that uh, depending on the demands yes. and the circumstances of what's going on and the the curriculum or the programming did you so first of all how did you choose the bikes and did you come up with your own, did you think you needed to license some programming or did you come up with something unique to storm? Mm. So rhythm writing as a concept yeah, okay. was um, was created by Soul Cycle. That's yeah. no secret. <clears throat> Soul Cycle's original rhythm writing concept. However, you will see now there's rhythm writing studios around the world. It's very different from RPM, repetitions per minute. We do beats per minute. Yeah. So when you devise the playlist, it's like working with DJ equipment almost. You have yeah. to have a BPM counter and it's devised. So the gradient is a curve, increase in intensity, whether it's speed or like heaviness, and then you come back down. Um, so the concept origin, uh, originated from Soul Cycle. Um, but for example, the interiors and the equipment that we chose, we chose the best that we could find. So for us, it makes more business sense to take a smaller boutique space, do one thing that you know very well, but get the best quality materials that you can. So the Schwinn bikes that we have actually customized to Storm, they're called Quantum Silver. They take a little bit more longer and they're the, the yes. top of the range. Okay. We chose this bike because we just find it to be a solid bike. Like it's tri like driving a Maybach. You can't go back to like a mm. Fiat. There's nothing wrong with a Fiat, but you feel the solidness yeah, yeah. of it. Different yeah. quality. Um, and of course, like we don't, uh, a lot of people are like, well, we could do a pop-up, we could just, you know, um, start your studio somewhere more like, do you, do you understand how much investment goes into a good quality studio? It's probably like the sound studio. Yes. You have to have sound insulation. You want to be in a mall? Eh, sound insulation. Yeah. Yes. Even the flooring is sound insulated. Everything. The ceiling is sound insulated. 
everything. You can't just, so when you move to a location, you need to be yeah. sure of that location because you can't just rip out the capex and yeah. take it with you. Yeah. Half of it's in the infrastructure. It's not just the bikes. Yeah. It's and so there's, much so more. The, there's the fit out, there's the bikes. Is there anything else? There's the talent. It, um, is there software as well or the, the kind of measurements yeah. and the performance? What, what do you uh, use for that? We don't use the measurements mm -hmm. and the performance, but uh, behind the scenes, the instructors, they really take their time about one hour and a half, two hours sometimes to create a playlist that goes with numbers that they yeah. don't see, of course, but they, they only need to focus in the beat of the music. Yeah. This is actually an experience for you to enjoy the ride, to don't focus a lot in the numbers or don't in, in the goals mm, yeah. in that, that moment just to enjoy the moment because we have so much pressure outside in the world with numbers with accountability with stress with the problems so yeah. we want that space to be a place where they can focus in themselves yeah. and to, be, to just be in the present moment yeah and you know some places some studios would try and force their software hardware technology whereas many people are wearing some sort of fitness device mm, and we can yes. talk about that later but many people are monitoring their own health. That's yeah. an individual choice. Yeah, yeah, individual exactly. choice. But we have like a big sandwich in the, in the door, like no there's disconnect to connect, like no connect with yourself. Maybe, maybe a wearable, maybe a... <laughs> of course. They can, they can. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we, we have a large mother's group, so we allow the phones yeah. because they want to need to stay connected to their, you know, sometimes their children have nannies or like school or whatever, but the phones go down. Yeah. And it's not even from a case, oh, you're going to interrupt the instructor. No, it's from a case of like, you're always sizing yourself up against numbers, especially as women. We have numbers here. We're measuring ourselves up our scales, dress size, height, age, uh, number of zeros in your bank account, what you should and shouldn't have accomplished by a certain age, whether or not you're married. Like it's time to drop the number system and mm -hmm. to really enjoy the ride because believe me, rhythm riding is challenging. Mm -hmm. It is a challenging workout. Your challenge is to stay on the beat. You can imagine some of those songs are super fast. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you're getting a tough workout. The weight loss, I know that they like to measure these sort of things, it's great, but it's secondary. It's mm. going to happen, <laughs> it's default. a side effect yeah. by default. Mm. If you're yeah. just consistent, if you yes. keep it up. So what, what else, so you, you, how many people can fit in the studio and how often, how many classes do you have per day? And mm -hmm. so what's the, how, yeah, what's the kind of programming? We, just we have like seven classes yeah. per day, average. Okay. That's a lot. And then uh, we have like mm, eight people in our team. At the moment, okay, eight nice. instructors, instructors. Are amazing, not exceptional, uh, not yeah. including the operations, of course. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, we can fit maybe 32. Okay, that's big in the room. Yeah. Mm. Okay, cool. So, there's the main place you talked about doing, uh, doing things on the road, so doing pop ups, and you're also involved, as we mentioned at the start, with a cycling team. Can you tell us a little yes. bit about that? Yeah, we're partnership with the UA team IDQ. Uh, so we are, um, a UAT IDQ actually is the first women's team representing the UAE uh, internationally uh, and they have a professional cycling team. It's like um, the Team Emirates is the, is the male yes, one and the IDQ is, exactly, a, is a female yes, one. the female one Brilliant. and uh, it's the, the first uh, Emirati representing um, the UAE also is Safija Al Sayed. Okay. Uh, we're so proud of Safija and all her accomplishments. Amazing. And um, actually, three days, two days ago, we just had an event in Abu Dhabi also. She spoke yeah, yes. she at the spoke. Forbes event. Yeah, yeah. Forbes event. Amazing. The International Women's Day. Yeah, International yeah. Women's Day. We did that ride also. So basically, we are doing all um, the indoor cycling uh, also um, with the UAE team IDQ to 
uh, inspire the community and inspire all of these women and the community in general to move. And to keep the mental health strong. Yes. Yeah. Because there's always a message delivered during the ride. Exactly. Yeah. And the meditation. Exactly. Yeah. And did you, is this studio for females only? No. Um, but no, it's, but, but uh, it's around the world. Around the world, 80% yeah. of, of the, rhythm riders, yes, the rhythm riders are okay. feminine. Okay. So it's Stance. not events of the area or something. Yeah. It's just, That's interesting. But on that topic, I do have to say that because when we established Storm in Murdoch, there was no other high intensity um, sort of boutique studios for women. This is why it really took off there. So no, Storm is not female only. However, we have the majority of women's only classes in that particular location for that reason. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And so let's talk a little bit about both of your backgrounds. How did you get into this? Um, Ivana, you talked that you're a serial entrepreneur and you were in the lifestyle fitness space. So what? What's your background and how do you, how, what's your business background? Okay, so uh, previous to Storm, I had a fashion distribution company. Yeah. So nothing to do with um, <laughs> sport at all. Yeah. I really liked, I've always loved working with people. However, it's a completely different atmosphere in the way that I always say with sport, what you put in is exactly what you get out. Mm. When you have the opportunity to make human connections, you really bring purpose to yourself and to also the people that you're engaging with. Fashion, on the other hand, has a lot of external factors. Politics, what's trending, mm. who likes who. Mm. <laughs> People have the ability to change their mind. They like the next thing. So with fashion, it's always, you have this, and not that it's wrong, but perhaps it wasn't like the industry for me because I found so much more purpose back from giving with people and engaging them. You know, like when you're helping someone internally and mentally, this is an everlasting effect, mm. you know? Seasons change, clothing changes. Yeah. You know, uh, the environment around fashion changes, uh, budgets change, so that also affects your business. Mm. And during the time that I had the fashion distribution company, um, there was a fashion recession going on in Australia. So basically that meant in Australia we have a lot of cool homegrown brands. We never had Zara, H&M, any high street. And all of a sudden there was an emergence of high street around 2011, 2012. So the small homegrown Australian brands were being phased out, which is when I stepped in to bring them to the Middle East. Okay. So before, if you walked into any Altair store, well, before there was Harvey Nichols followed by Bloomingdale's. And then of course, Alshire Group you have in uh, Saudi and uh, Kuwait as well, yeah. Harvey Nichols. Um, so at that given time, there was no Australian brands at contemporary price points. So that's, mm. this is what I did. It was great. Um, so you were there and you came with them or you were here and you I imported Australian brands okay. at, at a showroom here. Yeah. And then buyers would either pass by before they went to Europe or mm. they would be here. And I mean, I enjoyed it while it lasted, but I didn't find it fulfilling. Mm. So I left that industry. I actually became an instructor for another brand, um, whereas I was introduced to rhythm writing. And then we saw the gap in the market. Naomi and I became acquainted. Mm. Um, she became my... Right. And I saw her in the yeah. foyer of my uh, my building. I was like, hang on, you live here too? Yeah, it was like such a... Yeah, serendipity yeah. meant to happen. <laughs> but it's so interesting that you explained it that way, that you want to uh, you know, see improvements in people and things like so that. So nice. And it's, it's interesting, isn't it? Like when we find something that we really like doing, it might necessarily be uh, media or PR or whatever. It's actually... The, the output of that it's yes. what happens when you do that well in per, in someone's life and everyone has different sort of worldviews and different things that are important to them it's really amazing i when i started instructing 
You'd have classes where people would seem really blank, mm. but it's because they have things going on, mm. actually. Because I'm an empathic person. Yeah, I wouldn't want to connect with them. Yeah. And I used to take it personally. But then I would get a message after class going, you have no idea I'm going on. This is happening to me at home at the moment. And those few words that you you gave me during the soulful, they helped me so much, wow. you know? Yeah. So it was a really beautiful feeling. You feel finally I, I, I'm doing something that feels like it has purpose. Yeah. You know the Maslow's hierarchy of needs? Yeah. You have physiological at the bottom, psychological, and then you make your way up. Maslow's hierarchy needs at the top, you have self-actualization. Mm-hmm. And I remember, I remember hitting that point precisely because it was after a Tuesday night class. Everybody packed up and I said, just leave me here in the studio. And I sat on the floor for two hours and I felt this amazing, overwhelming feeling of just feeling super high. I had the most amazing right. class. The energy was ecstatic. And I'm like, I have realized something in my life that gives me this sense of, I could not explain to you the rush of feel-good hormones or chemicals running through my body at that time. Mm. I was like sitting on the floor and crying. Amazing. It was amazing. The most beautiful feeling ever. From that point onwards, it never felt like a job for me. Mm. You know? Yeah. But yeah, I really enjoyed it. And Naomi? Yeah, it's a therapeutic uh, it's a- ride. You know? <laughs> yeah. This is why we fell in love with cycling. <laughs> <laughs> but your background, so you, yeah. you're actually, you were a model but uh, in Argentina. Yeah, right? I did commercial modeling. Then after that, I studied journalism. Okay. I started, I worked for fashion TV for two years and a half. Uh, where, and where was in that? In uh, South America. Okay. So I was traveling, uh, traveling around Argentina, Bolivia, okay. Brazil. And etc. And then I had a program of radio also. Oh wow! <laughs> and uh, yeah, one day I woke up and I, I I found a book. I was reading about like your five years vision, and yeah. uh, I was thinking like, where is my five year vision? Like you, you will be a, one day the owner of Fashion TV or the like a channel or something. Where is this going? Like yeah. I will be in five years doing the same thing. And now I was yes, the, the answer. And I was like. I cannot do this to myself. Okay, so you didn't really like it. Even I love it, but I I say this is not the opportunity. It's I not am. Alive. Yes, exactly. It's not aligned. The book was uh, t- talking about like aligning that five years vision with what are you doing today, with the friends you ha- are having, with the people that you surround yourself with, and the rest of the things. Yeah. So back back then, I was like, one day I would like to have a business. Yeah. And so for that. To come to my like life, I have to be involved in the business development, communication, marketing, and things. So I jump into an adventure of working for a company <laughs> in the business development, and then uh, yeah, since then I grow so much until I found my passion for cycling also, and I discovered that I re- I really love it. This is why I told you like we lead by example. Yeah, we don't yeah. recommend anything that we don't do it ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's not like I'm literally I was just even saying brands in the car. we reject. Yeah, if like, it doesn't it's, align it's with us. Really even sorry, even brands. Uh, like if the right products, yes. the right even the high end brands. Yeah, uh, we're we aligned with the vision. We're aligned with the values, with the lifestyle, with the well, like with the core of. Uh, of, uh, you know, the emotions and the things that they dra- drive us, you know. And wh- when did you move to Dubai? Uh, it's about five years and a half or something. And when did the plant-based nutritionist part come in? The par- plant-based nutrition started when I was in um, already in South America. Yeah. So I was uh, plant-based for 
in about like 11 years or something. Oh, wow. And um, yeah, so basically my family, they're Argentinian. <laughs> they eat a lot of meat and, uh, <laughs> you know, I am like Great the style. black sheep. <laughs> I'm like, I'm questioning everything. My yeah. Actually, my grandfather, he had cancer. And uh, since then, I, I'm very, like, I'm very curious always. I like to study and I always ask myself questions. Yeah. So when that happened, I start ask so much questions. So until the point I say, I cannot go to a normal university. Mm. I'll go to an university that they, they specialize in plant-based nutrition mm. because of what I study. What is not really good for you is like a processed food, of course. But if you eat like um, non-processed food and mostly plant-based also, you will be like fine and healthy yeah. and looking young and beautiful yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and with yeah. higher energy levels. Yes. Yeah. So you studied that after journalism, you studied that separately. Yes. And do you yes. practice that as well? As part I of did uh, like, well, I did not fully practice as an, in, a, in, a, in a place because yeah. I was having my other job. Um, business development, <laughs> but yeah. yeah, some of the times I help in the studio with clients or with yeah. programs. Yes, I can. Yeah, yeah, I'm always happy to help, and I always happy to help, especially someone that put their hundred percent. Yeah, and just just while we're on this topic, have you seen in the five years here more of an interest in plant based? Oh yes, yes. In the, back then, oh, they're like like different <laughs> yeah. story. Yeah. I can tell you, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Literally, you have to be uh, so careful with what you will eat. Okay, in South America, like there's like zero. Uh, I started with no one knew about it. They, I was Even like a strange. Yeah, order sides. Exactly. So nothing but All sides. the sides from <laughs> the menu. <laughs> now you can yeah. go and you can open any menu. Is gonna have mm. like vegan or plant-based there or they, they will highlight it mm. and that's so amazing I feel even like our I canteen here we have a vegan oh, dish cool. every day yeah. <laughs> but, but it's interesting isn't it people are getting more and more aware and mm. it's not it's not necessarily all or one people are now adding more plant-based meals in their yes. in their weekly plans and they're just thinking of it more as well i think they're yeah. just uh, even i'm not plant-based but <clears throat> i don't like to eat an abundance of meat it's yeah. just a preference mm. Um, but yeah, there's many different ways you can yes. tackle it. I think whole foods, like Naomi yeah. said, is a yeah. really good idea. Yeah, nutritional yeah. Uh, food and diet. Interesting. So yeah, so can you talk a little bit about your business plan? You were setting up uh, a fitness studio in Dubai and it's competitive, right? There's a lot of mm. them. So yes. how did you, you know, how did you approach that and, and what do you think of the industry here? Industry is amazing, a lot of mm. options. Yes. Yeah. And I guess for that reason, you need to be very mindful and very understanding of what your USP is mm. in comparison to your competitors. You will encounter direct and direct competitors. And there's a lot of different, um, there's a lot of different aspects to opening up the business. I mean, yet your unique selling point, your location, your target market, mm. um, your investment, how you use that investment, how you distribute it, your marketing. Yes, exactly. And what is the, the core of your like business? Like uh, what you are, really like promoting so mm. we really focus on mental health mm. in uh, the aspect the therapeutic aspect of the workout in improving the mindset knowing numbers knowing like losing weight because this is a side effect as we say as a fall mm. but in what benefit or what value we are bringing to the community actually mm. we don't lose sight of that mm. so you'll see like and Naomi and I were discussing it many times you see the most successful brands in the world, they don't waver from what their unique 
sense、yes. our core core value is. It is so easy to become distracted nowadays as a small business. You're like, okay,、um, well, my competitor is going on sale. I should go on sale. We don't do that.、Mm. You know, we don't do that. You will not see that storm. You don't compromise the quality.、Mm. No, no, no. Even if, it, if it, even if it meant changing things that the external will not see,、mm. we don't we don't compromise that at all. So the the, the main thing is like we were, we were saying, people. When you understand your unique core value, people that align with that will come to you. It is、yes. a boutique concept. Not everybody's going to align with that. That is okay.、Mm. That's also okay. As long as you've got that strong, clear vision and that is communicated, there are going to be people from the community that want to form an,、uh, an association with you. You know, if you you look at what Nike is doing with all their beautiful women's inspired、yes. content, it is so powerful, right?、Mm. That if you're a woman and they show women of all different shapes, sizes, colors, heights. Whatever, if you're a woman, you think, okay, that person's an athlete. Wow, it's so empowering. I want to be like that too. Yeah. Yeah. This is the reason why you wear the brand. You don't wear the brand because you're. I need a new pair of running shoes, and I like the color. No,、yeah. you want an association with because it feels so good.、Mm. This is what Storm is about. We have a strong. We don't waver from that、mm-hmm. because、and、you、yeah. want to be part of the community. Yeah, you want to be part of the mindset of the of the vision of what is. Align with that brand. Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? Because some people, some companies in that space would find that purpose difficult to scale, difficult to franchise, and then other people might, other companies might pivot and go, "Oh, we have one person on an elite cycling team. What if we became an elite cycling studio?" But it sounds like you won't divi- you won't go away from the core, which is about community and mental health as well. That is the core. Yeah. The cycling, yes, we have good quality equipment. Yes, the workout is great. The core of it is the connection.、Mm. You know, the connection is so important. Our clients don't come to us because they need a workout.、Mm. There are so many options.、Yes. In fact, in in where we are, Meredith Thirty Five, there's two amazing little studios next to us, also boutique.、Mm. They come to us because we have ability and the strength to connect with them emotionally.、Mm. We know their shoe size when they walk through the door.、Mm. We know their names. They're shocked. The front reception, like they they also jump into the classes, create videos. Everybody works at Storm. Everybody、yes. from housekeeping to everyone everybody gets in. Everyone loves the brand, and everyone follows、uh, the same yeah. value, and that's、uh, I think really important because you know you are part of a change. You are part of a change in a world that is following. Of course, we are all technology and involved in the technology, and we're going towards that. But you don't want to lose the humanity,、mm. the, the 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 real human,、mm. you know. And bringing this small detail for you, like it's some something very nice,、yeah. and you feel like at home. So, so classes like you know the industry round classes in in the UAE has evolved as well, right? There were、yes. the main big gyms say ten years ago, and then more boutique ones. Yeah, we're talking about that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but but not in cycling as well, but also in in different types of things,、yes. right? Like CrossFit and other things. And, yes. And so how? And then there was the kind of class pass apps and、mm-hmm. I think Guava Pass or something else.、Yes. So that that seems to have happened about four or five years ago. What sort of stage are we at now? Is there a consolidation? Is there even more need for boutique, or is is the industry growing? I mean, I think I think the boutique studios are growing a lot、okay. at the moment. Yes. So Dubai is becoming more vast. True. There are other ends of Dubai, and there are opportunities.、Mm. We're just looking at construction as we were driving here.、Yes. Going, What is that? New malls、yeah. and the places yeah. and yeah. developments and people, especially like 
uh, expats coming to the UAE because after the pandemic, everyone believed that this amazing country is a safe sure. place to invest, to, to be in, to grow in as us. Like we just also got the golden visa. Yeah, amazing. It is a great, it is, there is a positive vibe post pandemic, if we can say that now, but I'm not sure if we can, but it feels like we've overcome. I think we can. We can, okay. People are like yeah. being really, like people are optimistic. There is a climb. The, the economy is picking up. It is picking up. Yeah. Um, and it, it, look, reconstruction's retaken off. If you look everywhere now, things were halted and now it's back into construction phase. There are many corners of Dubai that are yet to be explored. Yeah. And actually, like, if you know how to look properly, you will see the areas that have potential. Because even to make a plan of a new facility and do the right amount of marketing and plans and construction and then implement the time for delays, it's going to take two years. So if you have, if you're able to predict a good area, there's definitely opportunity. You know, Naomi and I, we explore different areas. We look yes. for a drive. We look, we go, there. we study, we study, have a coffee, we ask, we, we go to, yeah. to the class, we try this, the other one, when we travel, we, Look for, look for inspiration, other studios, what is new, uh, how we can, you know, evolve yeah. in our plans. And and do, uh, so do you think the Storm brand will go beyond the cycling studio? Do you think you can offer, you know, is there more of a need for wellness, uh, you know, mental health classes and things like that? Potentially, yes. yes I okay. think um, in, terms we'll of adding, <laughs> in terms of adding other... Um, activities we we cannot answer that we wouldn't know because this is what we know so well yes yeah. but in right. terms of lifestyle and strengthening the brand and the connection with the audience one million percent we're working towards that yeah and so we talk about the the trends in dubai the different studios the different wellness trends uh plant-based vegan all the different things that are happening and you know different type of um person that's starting to live here like it's changing really a lot and people are living here for longer term as well but specifically around the industry um, and I want to bring up Peloton uh, you know because that's a that's a bike it's a brand mm -hmm. and it's gone through um, a, a bumpy business journey in terms of what people valued it at the leadership and where people see uh, that type of product that expensive bike in their home type of thing. So how, how do you see that? Peloton hasn't properly launched over here, but I think people Peloton will be... Peloton took a few hits though. It's taken a few hits, And right? out of their control. Yeah. Like, uh, I don't know if we should really talk about those hits. Yeah, but. I mean, but, you know, I mean, well, it's a business story and so yeah. it's publicly documented. We, we don't need to say that they've done bad, like they've done great, they've right? They've done great, yeah. But, but do you think that, um, is that going to happen as well in this industry in the UAE? Do you, do you think your clients would like to, from the pandemic when they rented your bikes, will they like to have that option as well? They like the community. They like community. Like the, community. the community and the cycling room, everyone together in the room, like, you know, you cannot just unclip and leave. Yeah. <laughs> you need to keep yourself strong in the bike until yeah. then. So, so interesting. I think yeah. this is like, it give you a little bit more push than in just at home. Plus, uh, yeah. Well, interesting well, that you asked that question though, because yeah. Naomi and I, without seeing or knowing because everything happened so quickly, we predicted that maybe it would go more of an inkling towards virtual, but no. No, it's back. People yeah. like we missed, we missed we miss engagement. You. It's not the yeah. same as when you're shouting at me over the screen. <laughs> yeah. I like when you're shouting up in my face. Yeah. It's, it's not the same. People at the end of it, and you can look at studies in this, 
as humans, we need humans. They can talk about the metaverse and doing all of that. And I'm sure that for some people's lifestyles, it suits exactly. them. But at the end of the day, do you want to isolate yourself forever? No. Again, Storm is not about the workout. It is about the community. Feeling like you're valued and, mm. and, you know, like, like I said, when you walk to the front desk, the, the of operation staff already know your name and your shoe size. Mm. We have a, a young girl who comes just to hang out. Yes. She's like, I like this place better than my school because at school, <laughs> I feel like my teachers don't even know my name. <laughs> She's 13. She comes She's and just stands there. Amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know her name and, and yeah. the She feels teacher. good there, you know. Yeah, interesting. But are you offering, are you still offering some virtual classes? Yes, yeah, you have over 100 videos. Yes, so you yes. still do that. And we just yeah. don't have clients in yeah. that division. Yeah, exactly. But do we see it, uh, you know, do we see it going that way in the force? No. It's really interesting, isn't it? Because a year ago, we would have said maybe people' behavior has changed yes. permanently. They'll be afraid because of masks and kind of hygiene. Yes. And then other people talk about, you know, at home it's easier, it's convenient. It's not not in terms of a commute, but I can just jump I on. Mean, yeah. yes. But actually, like we're just returning back to being humans, aren't we? Like we're just going back you, to places. Yes. Do you notice what happened? Remember when we were sending those? Uh, we did our own private sort of platform. Mm -hmm. Um, a lot of engagement, like we had a, the um, the group chat, of course, with all the clients. And they, and I thought, is it just us? Because I, I noticed a decline in their behavioral activity. You know? So again, the like they would renew their uh, rentals. Everything was great on paper, but I see the, the, the spirit yes. start to decline yes. on month three of being in isolation. Mm. In the beginning yeah. of uh, the excited. new, everyone excited two yeah. times in the, the day, maybe they work out. But then uh, uh, you can see in the yes. videos of the production, mm. like they're you not the views. exercising. Yeah. The bikes are there, they're being rented. Okay. They're uh, they are paying for it. But the yeah. views are declining. Yes. Interesting. So it's like uh, they need uh, a little bit of push or motivation after a few weeks, I guess, yeah. because of in the beginning it's very easy because it's new, something new in the first three months yeah. for your brain is like, oh yeah, I'm so excited. Yeah. But then this motivation goes down. And yeah. if you don't have the right like yeah. place to go, so give you a little bit of push, maybe. Mm. Yeah. We need community. We yeah. thought it was just us. And then we saw one of uh, the really well-known studios in the US, the owner released an article about it with a magazine. And we read it online mm -hmm. saying there was a huge decline in people's um, people's motivation. Mm. It's a human psych thing. Yes. Mm. It starts to decline. You can have all that home, yes, exercising, fun, my own time. But at the end of it, you get tired of that. You want to engage with humans. Yeah. And so it's, you know, talking about cycling broader, it's interesting because on one level, it's an individual sport, but it's very much a community. It's very much teams in different ways. Like it's very social in the UAE, yes. whether you're in a studio, or whether you're out, out, outdoors, like there's, there's a real kind of sense of community around individuals. Nice. Yeah. yeah. It's interesting. Um, amazing. So, uh, you know, you're in murder if you're a couple of years old. I know you don't want to reveal too much about the future competitors listening, but, you know, is your focus on Dubai or is it the focus on the region? And how do you view the region? You saying a lot at once, but you, you've clearly identified a gap, which is sort of different uh, females, uh, you know, different areas, different type of studio. Mm -hmm. And if it works here, it must be tempting to say, ha, ah, that might work in Abu Dhabi, that might work in Kuwait, that might work in Saudi Arabia. Do, do those thoughts enter your the only thing we can right. say, <laughs> of course, they are <laughs> the only thing As we can say, we have an exciting future. We know about yeah. that, yeah. and uh, yeah. 
And do you, <laughs> investment, do you look for investment? Do you reinvest your profits? What's the kind of goal? Is this a private business that you want to run uh, profitable long-term? Of course, yes, of everybody course. does. Um, I think there are several different structures of how you look at your business. Ours definitely involves longevity. So mm -hmm. I will say that the decisions that we make, uh, they, they sort of tick off all facets, whether it's financial, whether we see growth in that area, um, whether we view or establish any partnerships that we can make, not necessarily with monetary gains, mm -hmm. but to add value to our brand, yes. um, whether we see that there's a demand and there's a fit for the activity in that area. Everybody wants to go like this, but even from day one to now, we see that you need to grow in like in small but sure ways mm. because it is a competitive market. You know, as much as you want to leap and take the, you know, take the leap of faith, left, right, and center, um, there's also a danger to growing too, quick, too quickly. Absolutely. Yeah, and then diluting your product or putting potentially your product in the hands of the wrong people, not necessarily that they would want to like maybe like change it or, no, but the compromising the quality yes. because of uh, not the to the thing. standards of what we originally want, the standards that we maintain in every aspect of our business. Yeah. And so, ours is very detailed. Yes. Even down to like Everything. the way that we hold ourselves, the words that we use in class, uh, the way that we present ourselves and anyone who represents Storm yes. wearing that t-shirt in public. Their lifestyle. Mm. Even Everything. down to using plastic, right? Yeah. Yes, yes. Even the, like there's no instructor allowed to bring plastic into the... Wow. You will never see this on a stage at Storm. Mm. It's very like, uh, the de the attention to detail is extremely meticulous. Mm. I'm going to have to invite you for a ride. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're definitely coming. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's so interesting as well around that. Uh, there was a guy in the other day from a family-owned uh, cafe and he's got a lot of press lately and uh you know people have approached him to do a franchise and he said you just can't <laughs> you, can't. you can't because it's in the little detail it's in the touches you know and i remember we interviewed on the show someone who uh worked with brought uh five guys to the region and mm. in, in fmb and said I, I was always fascinated by the background of five guys they're everywhere around the world now but uh from the first store to the second store was 17 years it took 17 years to be ready to franchise, you know? So it's interesting, you know, and there's many like, we, you've already survived the pandemic, but the, you know, the economic, you know, the, the, we're, we're living in the real world, like there, there might be inflation, there might be recessions, yes. there might be things, there will be things. That are that, out of our control. Totally, yeah. Yeah. And, and how you answer that as well is aligned with that sort of community part, because it's a lot of it's intangible and sort of a compilation of all the little pieces. Less is more. Mm. You know, less is more mm. in every in every single way. Mm. So you want to make sure that you're executing a really good product. Yeah. Otherwise, you just become another cycling or fitness studio in the market. So what? Yeah, yes. have to be relevant. Yeah. But you want to build a meaningful business. That's the yes. plan. Yes. It's beyond cycling. Yeah, mm. it's an emotional involvement. It's about that the community, about the people, about the yeah. uh, change and touch lives in the community and change Brilliant. their mindset. Good. Brilliant. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, I guess just to finish up, so kind of what, what next? Like, how do people get in touch with you? And if you've never, say you've never been in a cycling studio, you've never tried rhythm cycling, mm -hmm. which class, what day of the week, what instructor should people join? <laughs> we have a signature class. It's called Store 45. Anyone can come. Any Store 45 in 45 yes, minutes. Yes. Yeah. They just need to go to uh, com. You check the schedule. Book your class, 
and then uh, just uh, show up 15 minutes before the class. Show so no, no fitness gear. Actually, the 15 need. minutes is mandatory. Yeah, okay. yeah 15 yeah, minutes mandatory they... before the class. So yeah. we help you to set up the bike. Yeah, and take the shoes. Medical yes, exactly. instructor wants to talk to you. Uh -huh. The bike is adjusted to your dimensions, uh -huh. so to speak, your height and the length of your arm, yeah. the shoe size. A proper nice settling introduction, safety, you know. Um, if the instructor needs to make any changes to the workout slightly just for you, they will do that. Mm. Like, not, we don't call people out in the class. Generally, if we see something, we'll adjust everybody together. That's the way that we are trained to do it. Um, Stormcycling.com, yeah, mm -hmm, yes. or Stormcycling on Instagram. Yes, <laughs> well, yeah, and you can book directly. You can chat on WhatsApp. You Absolutely, we have all these facilities. Okay. Yeah, Very it's good. like a concierge service for you. <laughs> I'm tempted. She's in Tallinn waiting for you. <laughs> Amazing. Well, lovely speaking to you both lovely this morning. To to you. Thanks Thank a lot, so and we follow you, Stormcycling. Thank journey. you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, I think I've just found a new uh, favorite cycling studio, even though I've never been there. Uh, Storm, that was great. Uh, and it was interesting having two founders on together. You can see that it's hard to do business together as partners and they have a really good chemistry, really good connection, both Naomi and Ivana. Uh, so please do, if you're listening to this on Apple, uh, leave a comment, uh, subscribe, uh, recommend it to a friend. Um, on Angami, on Spotify, or wherever you're listening to your podcast. Um, if you'd like to listen to more uh, of these shows, check out smashy.tv on smartphone, uh, smart TV, or on the web. Uh, you can log in, you can get a free trial, and you can watch any of our other shows as well there. Uh, thank you to our producers, Shahir, who arranged this podcast, but is on leave this week, and Ali, who put it all together, the sound, the audio, the video. Thanks a lot to them. Uh, we'll be back again next week, uh, same day. We do these at 11 o'clock on Fridays, 11 a.m. And then we push it out on the audio in the afternoon. And then you can also read about this on Love in Dubai as well. Uh, there'll be an article about the podcast, uh, but we push it out all on Smashy channels.